0: Should we start? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to think I found something funny. I couldn't, so I just panicked. It's <laughs> like you panicking, you're silent. Yeah. All right, let's it's just... Either a continuous noise or just silence. Uh, oh, my God, I hate them both. Yeah. All right. Welcome, Welcome to, to myths. myths. I'm Matt Hoss, And I'm Dan Rose. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest... What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to episode 65. The episode where your dreams come true. Yeah! No, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> you bad man. Uh, it's an a pleasure to have you here my my dear friend thank you for listening to our little podcast called Mips uh the best podcast called Myths as well uh it's not that little we have over ten people that listen to this weekly uh and all of them are me <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's great uh, great to uh, have you here Daniel thank uh, you sun is shining and it, I've had a bit of a weird uh yeah you know, I've arrived on national express bus. For you today, that's so unusual. Uh, yeah, and Dan, there's, there's been some game changers. They've updated the National Express bus. Well, okay, this is news. Go yeah, yeah, this is big. Tell us this, all uh, the the stuff which probably happened in our personal lives, which we could talk about. We've got to talk about the important yeah, things. Okay? What's different now? Okay, so before, um, let's imagine we're sat on the National Express bus. Yeah, uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the main thing is that. Instead, uh, you used to have USB slots in the sides, yeah, right, in, in between the seats, which never worked. Uh, but now, in the seat in front of you, you have your own USB slots, in like fact, an airplane. Yeah, yeah, and it looks fancy. It's really good. It's got neon lights in it and everything. In fact, I was on the midnight bus and I thought, "Am I imagining this? What is this? <laughs> like, what, what, what is this?" So, that's really good. That's really interesting. Toilets are updated, I assume. I didn't try no, like... a full shower, <laughs> wash facilities. <laughs> It's a laundromat. It's like a Japanese bathroom that like sprays water up your ass. What what, what else is in the, in the National Express bus? What kind of dream things could you have? Uh, it's like a business class. Yeah, yeah. Fully reclining It's bed. a bar. It's yeah, a bar. Uh, There's like a smokers lounge. It's like a poker den. Like uh, like, yeah. like on the back of like in the, this little port cabin in the back. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty fancy, down, It was pretty pretty good. Although I did have a bit of a weird experience as I arrived this morning, I I've had very little sleep in the last couple of days, and I've been working quite hard. Good for you. Yeah, I've got a lot on my plate then. I know. Uh, you know, I'm pretty cool. <laughs> um, but so um, I I can't really remember this much. But um, the driver, I ha- the, the thing is, the route we had. Um, it came all the way from Northumbria, the top of Northumbria, and it drives all the way through uh, like uh, places like Whitby Bay and all these kind of small uh, like little t- towns in Northumberland, uh, and uh, it kind of um, it, it goes to Newcastle, then uh, then goes all the way down to Darlington and, and then uh, to um, to London. Uh, it does that route if you know what I mean, so up and down the country essentially, and uh, and. Uh, it was. It had a bit of a weird experience because I just woken up and the guys that like, were now arriving to Lord and Victoria, but the guy was thought himself as a bit of a joker, If you know what I mean, like um. So uh, uh, uh for firstly, he's like, oh, if you if you left any litter around, please tidy up. I'm a bully bloke and I'm not very good at that kind of thing. I was like. Okay, that's a weird thing to say of them. He's it, a what, it, he, he's, a blo- he's a bloody bloke. Oh, he's a bloody bloke. And okay. he's on the intercom as well. So it's not just in front of, like, he's saying it to everyone okay. as well. And everyone's, like, just walking up as well. So everyone's like, what's he talking about? If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, uh, then he goes, uh, uh, it's 10 degrees outside uh, for those in concert, you know. Uh, it's 10 degrees outside for the people from concert, which is a place in, uh, in uh, uh, up north. <laughs> uh, he goes, oh, it's 10 de- for those in concert, it's 10 degrees. For the rest of us, is bloody freezing. It's oh, <laughs> uh, gonna be polar bears out there. Oh, there, there, and he wasn't doing those noises, but he might as well. well um, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. like, it's like doing dad jokes, but over an intercom, and no one wanted this. You yeah, know what I mean, like, um, and it goes, "Oh, remember, since we're down south, you know, uh, uh, shoplifting." Remember, if you do it down here, uh, they chase you. <laughs> Not like up north, yeah. Uh, except at Primark, but do you want to rob anything at Primark? I was like, mate, why the fuck are you doing your five-minute routine? I don't need it. I've just woken up. Like I, This is so much to take on board right now. It's yeah. actually like a comedy set. Yeah, it was. It was, it was but the thing is, he he's said this before. Right? I can tell when you've said a yeah. joke before. and. Because when, when comedians speak to you, they often not, don't try out routines, but they do say jokes that they have in their head. And if you laugh, it's good, indicator that it'll be good material. But so he said this before. I know he said it before, and we're not the first busload he said it to. So he does that line about this is the shoplifting. But then, Dan, what do you think is going to happen next? What do you think happens next? Did he say something really racist? <laughs> no, he's only had a bit of sexism, but no. Yeah. Uh, what he does, he does the unthinkable, he does the end of a fringe hour, he does a tone shift. He goes. Uh, but it says, on a serious note, why don't you make a stranger's day today by doing a random act of kindness? It costs you nothing, and it might make their day. I've been on that express for six hours. I don't need this. I just, I've just woken up. I've got a lot to do today, <laughs> hey. and it's like, why, why have you said this to me? <laughs> this is a <quite> funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> banda, banda, banda. But in all seriousness. <laughs> thank you for travelling with National Express <laughs> why are, yeah. like, are you saying this uh, but then finally we arrived and you know when you come in uh, uh, on the National Express they they have jet washers. that wash down the buses right and mm-hmm. someone remarks oh is that uh, is that like a jet wash is that are they cleaning off the buses and uh, the bus driver goes no I'm not washing down the buses they're full of people in concert <laughs> oh, oh. concert he fucking hates concert uh, where is concert concert is in Northumbria I believe and uh uh, yeah so he um interesting man <laughs> I should have lost a review I him you should have I see what was his name uh fine uh, I, Dave uh, that. I don't know uh, also uh, but I do remember waking up halfway for the thing and someone puked in the toilet and but he was actually quite radgy then if you know he's quite angry so mm. not as charming he wasn't telling jokes then was he no oh I hope I get him, uh, I'm heading back tonight and if I get him I'm going to give him a hook yeah But like no no, your sh- jokes please that means at 11 o'clock at night when you pull into uh, services and you're going to be like "Oh, right, yeah but, don't, don't steal from Primark I wasn't <laughs> 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 uh, Um Dan what's your week been like Um uh, very busy been rehearsing for the play I mean how's it going in May pretty good pretty good are you happy with it I think so. I Only just started recently being off book. I, oh, I guess actually no. Well, I say that I have been on book for a while, but certain scenes are harder than others, right, So I imagine because um, we're recording a little bit in advance because um, Dan and I have busy schedules at the moment. But like, Dan, this product's is probably coming out in May, so why don't you give it a quick plug? Oh, this one may do actually. Yeah. <laughs> if you come to the new Wimbledon Theatre between the 14th and the 18th of May, you will find. <laughs> A shit performance. A show called She Stoops to Conquer. Which I am in. Uh, she Stoops to Conquer. Uh, Give it a little, a little bit of taste, Dan. It's about a... It's actually several plot twists, but I suppose the main one is is a family called the Hardcastles have um, a daughter, Kate. Who's the they role you're to, They're trying to set her up with a very fine young gentleman from a family friend's... Like a family friend's son. And they are like, hey, we'll invite him for dinner. He can stay for the day and we'll um, get to know him. And hopefully in doing so, we'll introduce and then our door comes. And then he tells <laughs> him, uh, <laughs> Inspector calls. Uh, and then my character, who is his her, her brother, finds this gentleman and his friend and plays a practical joke on them and persuades them that they don't need to, they're lost, and actually they need to go to this inn yeah. and stay the night there. But the place that he directs them to as an inn is actually the place that they're meant to be at dinner. That sounds fucking shit. Mm. (laughs) And hilarity ensues. Uh, So, can um, it's quite archaic language, isn't it? It is. It's like a farce. Okay, because he thinks he's in. He thinks he's like really, and he's got like two different types of his personality. He's got the polite, "Oh, I'm with people," and then he's got the "Oi, servant, get me this." But obviously, he does all that thinking that this. He doesn't realize that the servants he's doing that to. Are, it's not an inn. It's actually the place he's been invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's meant to be like impressing yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. That's very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, can we? Uh, can you try a couple of lines, and I'll, I'll just kind of pretend to know what's going. I'll, I'll, I'll pretend to do the same. It's thing, not archaic, archaic. Okay. Especially not my language. Okay, that's right. My let's try character. That's right. And I'll, I'll put some archaic into them. Well, let's do a scene. Um, Which I have no idea. Let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. This is um, good advertising E card mother, you have reason to weep, for you have been dozing me ever since I was Wait, born. Oh, on. It's in Somerset. Yeah, it's West Country. Oh, wow, okay, what a game changer. Okay, oh, I'll have to get into character then. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do my Birmingham Theseus action. I have read every receipt of the complete housewife ten times over, and you have thoughts of coursing me through Quincy next spring, and it won't do, I tell you, it won't do, I will not be made a fool of no longer. Ooh, some Ganji. Uh, I, I, um, the one ring through them all, I'm from Wales now. Uh, I don't think acting's my fault. I've got an acting job though. This yeah, week. you have. It's I don't want to talk about it actually, but <laughs> I happen to got an acting job, which means and it's paid, which means that I'm actually a professional actor. A professional actor. Uh, and well, I don't care about that, but I am better than Dan technically. So technically better than Dan. Have you ever been paid for acting work? No, I don't, I think don't really, really have. have. And that's why I'm. That's why I'm Johnny Big Books, Dan. Johnny Big Books. That's not what kids call me, but uh also since I am Johnny Big Books, I also wanted to make you jealous, Dan. Okay, go. Well. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Last week, then, last you were away, yeah, in Richmond near where I live, yeah, I had, I had lunch with Laura Lex. Nice. And we talked about doing, uh, you know, moving on the podcast about. Sl- actually, called it the dead weight. <laughs> yeah, she she definitely used that term. <laughs> yeah, she. I did oh. not force that on her. whatsoever. She t- she she said that t- typical on Laura Lashen. Lex. Yeah, a Tra- person. She wouldn't even know she's met me before but I know we've met. I met her on stage she introduced me uh, on- Yeah because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she introduced you as a part of her yeah, uh, talent showcase yeah, yeah yeah oh well you know um, but yeah she's trying to th- I said no way I'm not going to ditch my good friend Dan but she's like what if I give you a lot of money I was like deal he's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> ten pounds <laughs> deal <laughs> I'm so cheap <laughs> I'll pay for your lunch she's like I'll pay for it just oh yeah I think you might and take this Please do take this the wrong way, because it's meant that way. Uh, I think you would probably be someone who... Of all of my friends, you would probably be the most easily brought. Okay. I, what circumstance? I just think in any circumstance, you would be the person that would accept the lowest haggle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm very... Uh, I don't think... Uh, I think you uh, know, the ironic <laughs> thing is, I bought that straight away from you. And I like, hear, like, you're probably the lowest haggle. Yeah, probably. But actually, yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, Matt, lick lick the payment. Other friends, a pound. No. Five pounds? No. Ten pounds? No. Twenty pounds? No. No. A no, hundred pounds? Ah, maybe then I'll lick the floor. Maybe, maybe twenty quid. Some of them. Matt, lick the floor. Why are you licking the floor? I haven't even given you the price. <laughs> I genuinely thought ten quid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll do it right now. I'll lick the pavement outside of a tenner. If you have it right now, I'll do it. And I'm very broke at the moment, so if this is the way, leave you... that later... money. Did you ever find that money I left you in your car? What? Did you leave me? Yeah, Yeah. I did. Oh, wait, 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 I think, wait, I think I might have actually. I always wondered if you picked me up and whether it was me or not, but it was was a long time ago. Right, let me guess, because... Okay, go on. I'm not sure if it's the same thing, because I did find some money randomly in my car, (laughs) but I thought i put it there, Uh, but I'm not sure, I can't even remember if I put it there. Was it £5? Inside. Inside a I CD Why you leave £5 pounds there? I think Oh, was it a bet? No I, Yeah, I what? think it was a bet that I owed you money for Was it was It, the, the, um, it the was thing? the Atlanta thing Was it that far yeah, back? Yeah, that far back Because it was that day in the car You were going to a service station after buying fuel And I was like, oh You know, because at the time You hadn't paid up with your debts for the Weedabix <laughs> So I got on my high horse and was like Well, I'll pay my debts and I slipped £5 pounds into this disc that we'd been listening to, which was Guns N' Roses. I put down for destruction one of the greatest albums ever. In the hope that you would open it and see it and you uh, never mention it, so I just assumed... I thought that was a nice surprise. It because I, I actually opened it because I, re- I didn't realise it was until, you until now uh, and because I opened it up because I thought oh maybe I misplaced it or maybe the money fell out I'm like okay because uh, I thought I would have listened to it before then but yeah I was like oh get in yeah Ooh, that's a good day when you find money you yeah know, when you realise like was money yeah. yeah well actually since you didn't give it to me on time it's actually you've accrued an interest there so <laughs> you actually owe me £150 pounds. <laughs> but I'll wipe it all off. I'll wipe off all that debt if you let me lick a plate. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, should we crack on with our myth? Should we? It's not. Re- no, 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 no. no, 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 no We're talking Now, until someone emails in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if you want to email us in, just so you can continue with the podcast. so Smith podcast at gmail.com. Ah, fuck power to the people. Let's go. Dib uh- dib <laughs> Alrighty, uh, welcome to the uh, uh, a brand new myth, which is in the Odyssey. And it's the Chronicles. Not just any Chronicles, it's Chronicles Volume 2. What are Chronicles, Dan? Chronicles are myths that are too small to be on their own standout episodes, but decent enough to still cont- to do. Yeah. So we put a few of them, maybe three or four, five, six, seven, maybe even ten. It's, I don't know. It's like the tapas of the mythological yeah. world. Oh. Just a few little... Greatest hits, well, kind of like uh, well, it's like kind of like hidden mm-hmm. gems, deep yeah. cuts, but mm-hmm. like uh, which make up a full story. Yeah. If you know it. Our chronicles, are they are Roman Matt, Are they not? Well, the most uh, they have a Roman theme, if you know what I mean. But like, uh, in that they're all set in Rome <laughs> and are yeah. missed by the Romans. It's a, I, yeah, so to to save time, it's what you said initially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I feel that uh, a lot of them I have like have a Roman twinge, but. Uh, but not they are like just generic things as well. Yeah. They do come from all aspects, and there are some from real life as well, some genuine history. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, and but some from different factors as well. So, yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag. This one, and um, I'm looking quite forward to it as well. So, we've got uh, um, what, kind of, what kind of things are we expecting then? I'm expecting death. I'm expecting sex. I'm expecting gods. I'm expecting a mythical creature. Should we do a checklist? No. Oh, okay. That's okay. what we do at the end. It's called ranking. No, should we do like an Easter egg hunt? Because like, we don't really know what's going to happen. But we can no. Oh. I want mythical creatures and I want gods. That's all I want. You, right. You went from being quite excited to a brighty child. <laughs> I want a god. Yeah, man. Uh, I, were you ever a brighty child? No. Mum will email him probably and explain otherwise. But I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what was the, what was the most brighty thing you've ever done? Have you ever been ungrateful as a kid? Uh, maybe I used to, have to get really angry with technology I used to like throw hissy fits at the computer that used to annoy my mum you used to do, you did that with this computer yeah I know it's my one weakness technology you are right. Ah, oh. oh, do you ever know get that thing when you kind of think of yourself as a child and you kind of like oh I, I hate because I get because I remember um, for example this is the kind of thing I'm talking about this is, like, I wasn't a bratty kid but there was moments where I had bratty like there was a bratty-ish uh, for example I remember one time uh, my mum oh, I used to collect chocolate frogs like the Harry Potter chocolate yep. frogs so you can eat them and collect cards uh, my mum uh, I was w- collecting the Harry Potter cards to, to trade to my friend called Daniel but I, didn't, I invited Daniel over to my house quite a lot but I didn't actually like him I just wanted to trade Harry Potter <laughs> cards with him <laughs> and we're quite good friends now so yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of friendship about it Daniel isn't not you not <laughs> like, uh, but if you do have Harry Potter cards do you yeah. know. Like? but um my mum bought me like like three chocolate frogs and uh, um, for the character cards, and I I was like, I didn't even say thanks. I was like, oh, it's about time, mum. And she's like, you are so ungrateful. And I was like, oh, I feel bad. Yeah, I've got that thing imprinted in my brain. Yeah. Another thing though, I have it. We we often go to Hartlepool to see my uh, my mum's friend Auntie Janet, and uh, at the end, as we go away, uh, Auntie, Auntie Janet would uh, give me and my brother like a chocolate bar or something like that. And uh, I used to be quite picky with chocolate bars as well. Like I, I, I used to uh quite I love quite a lot, but like I used to really dislike crunchies. And she would come over uh, and uh, she would like give me a crunchy, and I'd uh, be like, "No, nah, I don't want it. Can I have another one, please?" I was like, that, "That's horrible, isn't it?" They like, ask it like that's rude, isn't it? But yeah. My mum would be mortified, but I was like, "No, nah, I want a fucking dairy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this crunchy shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now... Yeah, if it was a vegan version of crunchy, I would eat that shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it's it's. Oh, I was just this is just therapy now. But I remember staying over at Auntie Janet's house once, and then um, she touched you. <laughs> no, she didn't touch me. Uh, but um, I, I think I pan- like this is I. I panicked once because I think for uh, whatever reason. Oh, this is uh, this is deeply unhealthy. Uh, I think uh, she asked. Oh, so Matt, uh, what uh, we woke up at her house? She's like, oh, so Matt, what would you like for breakfast? And I thought I, I try to be cool in front of Jenna, I want to impress her. And I thought, okay, what do what do adults eat? You know, and, um, what do adults eat for breakfast? <laughs> so I kind of got myself into a bit of a tizzros here. Uh, <laughs> so what, 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 what am I gonna have for breakfast? And what uh, <laughs> I did I was like. Um, do you have a tin of spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, do you want a tin of spaghetti for breakfast? I was like, Yeah, it's a sophisticated thing to do and she was like, Okay, so she heated it up. So for breakfast I had spaghetti and it was a sad spaghetti like Do you know I like, a spaghetti for breakfast? Like high <laughs> tin like, yeah, spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's a weird thing, isn't it? Just like pasta for breakfast. It's a po- like I just remember that now as well, Like, oh but, um, Cause I yeah and like oh that's really embarrassing like how like, that's a carby way to start your day isn't it, is. it? yeah uh, oh, that's funny. lovely though we should like that, maybe that's my week you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> your spaghetti challenge yeah spaghetti challenge on episode hundred I think I should do the week week challenge yes I think you should too. oh uh, it would also be very unlistenable but we should do the week <laughs> challenge at Peter's services we really go all in on our brand <laughs> <laughs> in the gym boat yeah yeah. <laughs> Really bring it full circle. Yeah, yeah. Really not leave anywhere apart from the first episode, really. But, like, yeah. Um, to be honest, you should probably do... Well, was that, was it episode eight, Weetabix Challenge? Yeah. You should probably do the Weetabix Challenge episode eight of the Norse Mythology section. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I really don't want to, but... That's- <laughs> I feel like it we like, or well, maybe episode 108, how about that? Mm. Be... You just, anything to push away from the. Uh, well, hopefully we we'll cancel by that time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, We put this out, no one's here to cancel us. <laughs> well, you know. Um, should we do some myths, man? Yeah, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> sorry, it just let's put another jingle in and we'll do the myth. <laughs> Wait, let's get it all out of our system first. What else? We... Have you ever had forget for breakfast? No. Is it weird? Yeah. It's quite weird, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, jingle. <laughs> Okay, this time we're doing the myth. Uh, so there's one side. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some weird, weird episodes. We've been so giddy since uh, the Odyssey has ended. Yeah. but I like chronicles because so it it you get a lot short, sharp, snappy. Okay, so let's start off with a little little fable. Little yeah. fable. Little fa- Juniper and a bee. Jupiter and a bee, mate. Oh. Jupiter is the Roman equivalent of Zeus. Zeus, alrighty. So. A bee from Mount Hymettus, the queen of the hive, ascended to Olympus to present Jupiter some fresh honey from her combs. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> combs. <What? laughs> Why did you read that so weird? <laughs> combs? Has sweet honey from her combs. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about spaghetti still. Alright, right, let's All right, do fine. it again. Do you want to do this one? A bee from Mount Hy... Hi- a bee from Mount Hymen. No. A bee from Mount what, Hymatis. What, what's Hyman? <laughs> the plastic thing in a woman. <laughs> a bee from Hymatis, the, uh, the queen from the hive, ascended to Olympus to present Jupiter with some honey fresh from her combs. Honey combs. <laughs> Jupiter, delighted with the offering of honey, promised to give whatever she could ask. Whatever she should ask. A bee from Himatus the <laughs> Right, let's leave this one. Let's start again, okay. Uh, <laughs> should we both say <laughs> This is honestly a stressful episode now. I need some spaghetti to calm <laughs> myself down. How do we talk about bright children? Anyway, that's not important. Um yeah, so um a bee from Mike M my, my the Queen of the Hive, ascended to Olympus to present some fresh honey from her uh Comes. Co- <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a funny word. <laughs> she gave him some fresh honey. That is it, okay? That is all you have to a know. A bee has given Jupiter some fucking honey. And Jupiter says, I'll do anything you want, okay? He's like, thanks for the honey. I'll do whatever you want. She therefore besought him, saying, Give me, I pray thee, a sting, that if any mortal shall approach to take my honey... I may kill him. Jupiter was much displeased, for he loved the race of man, but could not refuse the request because of his promise. He thus answered the bee, You shall have your request, but it will be at your own peril of your life. For if you use your sting, it shall remain in the wound and make you uh, an... (laughs) It shall remain in the. I can't read today. It. <laughs> it shall remain in the wound you make, and then you will die from the loss of it. Uh, evil wishes, like chickens, come <laughs> <home>. <laughs> that's in the strip. Evil wishes, like chickens, come home to roost. The story ends with the lesson of being happy with what you have. Wishing good for oneself at the cost of others always leads to a downfall. Even today, if a bee uses its sting, it will cause their own death. Well, for a two-second myth <laughs> that took us eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, should the, that should be it. For that should be it. Anyway, guys, let's rank this. <laughs> wow, that's <is> intense. <coughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> a bee that gave Zeus honey And came back With less than she went for Why did she even Waste her time Giving him honey yeah. She's come back With like This horrible power That yeah. she gives <laughs> And like yeah so, uh, but so Also how would a bee Take her honey up If You know what I mean Yeah And also like It must have been A massive bee <laughs> it's Like a Chinook helicopter And also why did a bee Want to go on a manhunt on... Anyway you know what I mean It's a bit weird <laughs> If you can What Drinking bees who they try and assassinate if you were a bee? You know what I mean? Like Well I think it's more that someone's trying to steal her honey. Oh yeah. That's why she said I want to sting so that someone steals my honey. That's why I'm vegan. Well Alright, so next we're gonna go to some uh, folklore, some kind of legends. Legends and myths. Cloella. So not like a myth myth, but like some kind of base in history. Like so there's some truth to this. Cloella. Cloella de Ville. Belonging to the early history of Rome, Cluella is considered as the bravest woman. <laughs> after followed the, by Jermaine. <laughs> after the war between <laughs> uh, Clusium and Rome came to an end because of peace treaty of five hundred and eight BC. Lars Porsena took away Roman hostages with them. Fair don't, enough. Don't you think Lars Porsena sounds a bit like Odell Fitzworth? It does. Yeah. One of them was young Cluella who fled the hostage camps, leading to Rome's virgins grew. What the fuck? I can't read today. So I think it's one of, uh, Chlorella fled the hostage camp, which was being led to a Roman virgin's camp. So she's Oh, be- so she's escaped on the route to being imprisoned in a Roman virgin camp. Yeah. Uh, they have to check every single hymen. <laughs> well, you know, too much plastic. <laughs> yeah. She ran away on a horse, so the horse ran away, and swam across the river Tiber. Lars Porsenna then kept a condition of her return. As she was back, Pursona was so impressed by her courage that he granted her a wish to make to take half of the hostages. She chose the young Roman men so that the war could be continued. Her wit and bravery provided Romans with great help. In her honour, an equestrian statue was built, which is located in the Via Sacra. That was a weird one, wasn't it? So what's actually brave about her? She fled and then came back. It's <laughs> not that brave. She, if she's the bravest woman... The other I... woman must have been horrendous. <laughs> yeah maybe she's just the bravest because at the time no woman had ever like got like escaped <laughs> well it's it's very it seems if anything it sounds a little patronising if you know what I mean been like oh she, what a brave woman she came back to the battlefield it's like come on like, so basically she was being led to a virgin's camp as a, like basically I guess a prison yeah and she escaped came back and he was like Cool, I'm pretty impressed that you managed to escape me what do you wish for take my hostages she's like yeah I want your, all your hostages all, all the male hostages. All the male hostages. So um, that's so far two very weird, disparate mm. uh, myths, and now we actually have again. That's kind. Of, I think that's based early history, but this is also historical, and this is the story of Lucretia, which isn't. Um, yeah, so uh, we wanted to talk about Lucretia, but we weren't sure to talk about like a uh, a real source on that. But why not? So Lucretia was a legendary heroine of Rome. She was an ancient woman, uh, not at the time, if you know what I mean. Yeah, (laughs) she she was Roman and therefore... She was the most ancient woman (laughs) and the most bravest too. Um, uh, She was an ancient, she was a woman uh, whose suicide changed the Roman government from a monarchy to republic. Her rape by an Etruscan king's son was an immediate rebellion against Roman monarchy. This incident kindled a storm of dissatisfaction with the tyrannical rule of the last Roman king, Lucius Tarquinius Superbus. Superbus. The a cool name, isn't it? Superbus! His yeah. name's Superbus. That sounds like a 60-second... Lucius Psychedel- Tarquinius Superbus. Would you, would, I think that's a strong name. That's Lu- a strong name. Lucius Tarquinius Superbus. <laughs> um, sounds like a DJ. Mm. The consequence was that all the prominent and influential families formed a republic against Latin and Etruscan intervention. As a result, Lucretia's rape became the top-tier theme of European literature and art. Well, that was dark and sad. The first consul of Roman Republic was Lucretia's husband. Historians did not take her story as a myth, but as a related incident that left an imprint on the old pages forever. Not like quite weird chronicles were picked this week because remember the first one, it's like kind of like the banging one. Like, whoa, yeah, this is like sadness uh, and a bee. So this is about a woman. <laughs> so you had a bee go up to Mount Olympus and then come back with a sting that can't really do anything. Also, much when that bee told the rest of bee kind, So what deal did you get? What do you get for honey? Um, we die for you as our sting. <laughs> oh man. Uh, we've had a woman who fled. And then came fled of slavery, came back, and then was just given up, loads of men. Yeah, and she's that's brave. And then uh, Lucretia was, uh, you know, she. Lucretia was, was raped horrendously, and then through doing that, Rome became a republic. But it's quite as a in terms of like in terms of politically, that's quite like to see how the rebellion started if you know. Yeah, how it's like, true. It's, yeah. and yeah, it's um, that's not. D- dive into that too deeply next up is something you'd probably be very familiar with but we just wanted to kind of get gloss over it so next up we have we just cut one out so uh yep yeah. uh, so I'll do it, this one then to be honest we should have had a bit of a heavier uh, uh, editing process <laughs> beforehand but you know gotta get an national express for us soon so anyway Dan, uh, let's do the next one. What is it? Janus, the Roman god of beginning, had two faces. One reflecting the past, while the other the future. I've heard of this guy. Yeah, Janus. Uh, I once wrote a book about Janus. Mm. Did you know that even the month of January owes its name to Janus? Like, because it's seeing the year that's gone and looking forward to the year ahead. That's literally the next line. (laughs) Moreover, it is he who is responsible for the motions and changes that occur in time. He played an essential role in the ancient Roman myth. It was when Romulus kidnapped a Sabine woman that Janus came into the picture as the saviour. So who's Romulus? Romulus is Romulus and Remus. Uh, he killed... They were twins raised by a wolf, a she-wolf. They murdered each... They killed, They had a fight. Romulus killed Remus, set up Rome. Yes. And uh, Romulus famously... Um, uh, raped and captured loads of Sivan women, but Janus, apparently... Yeah, he turned up and saved them. He saved the woman by flooding the way to her with a volcanic hot spring, which buried all the kidnappers under the ash and boiling water. That's pretty cool. Like, uh, like he's a nice guy. He, he doesn't do much. Uh, also, firstly, quite a funny name, Janus. Yeah, like uh, Anus, but with, J- with a J. Janus. 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 Uh, but like... um. Also, if Romulus captured quite a lot of these women, why why did he help the rest of them? You know what I mean? Well, because he captured one. But he, he captured loads, though, in in his time. Oh, why has he just saved one woman? Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, there's loads of saved by women yeah. being tortured. And he hasn't done anything else for the rest of the time. Janus has done very little. Like, he, he's resting on his laurels, you know what I mean? He's very much like. Jekyll's quite a bitchy god. He's like a two faced god. It's like. Oh, you should have heard what what Cassandra said behind your back. Mm. But if he can only see the past and the future, what about the present? Well, maybe that's it. Maybe maybe he's so focused on the past and the future, he doesn't live in the present. That's why he doesn't do that much. Yeah. Wow. I'm fucking smart, aren't I? You are. And have some spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What next? That's it! Wow, what a strong one to finish on. <laughs> um, we, <laughs> are you sure we can't do the river stick one? Because we had cut it out, but it's so pointless. Should we find one randomly? I think we've got to find another one just to top it off. This—it's light. It's a light episode. It's well, most of this episode has been me talking about spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> In all <laughs> seriousness, that is that is absolutely dog shite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's one. Dan, whilst I google the internet very quickly, why don't you riff, why not you just chat, you know, ch- chat, chew the fat. <laughs> Should we just pick a god and just vibe it? Vi- oh, just, oh, just <laughs> endymion. Endymion. Looks- yeah, okay, the short, yes, this is a short one, endymion. Oh, end- oh endymion. Yeah, Woo. if he talks about the river sticks, for are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, let's just pretend like we didn't cut anything, and now, wow, well, we planned this one. Yeah, oh. we didn't have to quickly Google a new myth because we realised we didn't have enough. I mean, I have just left all that ends. So. <laughs> so, do you want to take this away? Oh, yeah. it's my my The short mythical story of Endymion and and is he a bee? <laughs> <laughs> Endymion? uh the short story uh, of End. Diminion is one of the most famous legends that feature in the mythological of ancient civilizations. Oh, it's wait, it's, sorry, it's down here. Oh, it's quite long actually. <laughs> <laughs> we have just reading the introduction. This is just silly. <laughs> reading it and I was like, oh, this is short. It's just... no, <laughs> Matt Googled a myth! Oh, Matt Googled a myth and I was thinking it was really short. <laughs> it's because he hadn't scrolled down. It's like 10 pages. <laughs> it's says uh, it's a short myth. <laughs> <laughs> quickly, quickly Google it. Oh, this one will do. We'll have this one in. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, wait a minute. There's 10 more pages. Okay. I that for (laughs) another. We can do a short... Yeah, we can do this one quickly. Yeah, it just keeps on talking about how short it is. Oh, it's annoying. Um, (laughs) We can just talk about that quickly, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, We haven't got much time. So this is (laughs) endemic for sure this time. Not (laughs) this time. (laughs) This is definitely one that we researched. (laughs) Yeah. When the plains below were parched and brown and dusty with the heat of summer on the Mount Latmus, all were so still and cool, so fresh and green, that one seemed to be in another world. It sounds like jazz poetry in the moment. <laughs> the mountain was most beautiful of all the night, and when the moon drove her chariot overhead and flooded every tree and all the grassy slopes of her pale light, it's nothing so far. And um, Dimion, the young shepherd who tent... Who led his flocks high up on the sides of this mountain, and let them browse in the rich, rich pasturage along the margins of its snow-fed streams? So much description at the moment. Uh, yeah, Rene, I haven't learned anything. Yeah, just Endymion to farmer. Um, he, he loved the mountain air, the pure mountain air, Ooh. and the stillness of the highest slopes. It's like a Marks and Spencer's advert, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, which, uh, which was that broken only by the tinkle of his sheep or a song of birds. There he dreamed his days away, where his sheep and goats were feeding. Or at night he leaned the head of a log of a mossy stone and slept with the flock. Wait, he slept with the flock? <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, he's a goat fucker, yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I was wondering where it's going to get um. weird. However, Selene, the moon goddess, loved to visit Mount Latimus. In fact, In fact, the mountain belonged, in some sense, to her. It was her influence that made everything there so quiet and beautiful. One night, when she had stolen from her place in the sky for a walk through with the fiery meadows of Mount Ladmas, she found Endymion asleep there. The shepherd looked as beautiful as any flower on the mountain, or as the swans which were floating in the lakes nearby, with their heads tucked under their wings which is a that's not a swan. Uh that's a sad bird. If it had not been for his regular breathing, Selene would have believed that she stood up looking at a marble statue. There, at a little distance, lay his sheep. Covered cum, <laughs> <laughs> and goats unguarded and, and liable to be attacked by wild beasts. Oh, and Dimmian was a very careless shepherd. That was the effect of the air of Mount Latmus. So Mount Latmus is like a narcolepsy. It's like it's state, yeah, yeah. Celine yeah. 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 knew that it was a wonderful air in her mountain, which made the shepherd heedless as well as beautiful, and therefore she stayed by his flock all night and watched it herself. She came the next night and the next and for many nights to gaze at the sleeper and to watch the unguarded flock. One morning she returned to the sky and looked so pale from her watching that Jupiter asked her where she had been and if she had seen any bees by any chance. And she described this beautiful shepherd she had found on her mountain and confessed that she had been guarding his sheep. She then begged of Jupiter that since Endymion was so very, very beautiful that he might always uh, look as he had seen him in his sleep, instead of growing old as any other mortals must. Jupiter answered, Even the gods cannot give to mortals everlasting youth and beauty without giving them also everlasting sleep, but Endymion should sleep forever and forever young. So they just kill him! They just kill him! <laughs> so there in the cave on Mount Lamus, Endymion sleeps to this very day, and his wonderful beauty. Has, uh, not fate to the smallest degree and the joy is still available to all those so who can climb the lofty heights wow that got w- w- weird that was a long description for a story about a guy that <laughs> fell, falls asleep and then a creepy god is like oh I find you really attractive I, I don't want you to ever look wake up and then they just kill him in his sleep yeah it's just more making sleep forever oh that's creepy well that was weird should have stuck with River sticks. <laughs> <laughs> this is time to rank it Chronicles Volume Two. Um, fun. <laughs> Didn't we learn much? Did we? No. In fact, I would say not the strongest Chronicles we've done. Uh, I would also agree. So life skills. What kind of life skills have we learned this week? Uh, we this across all of the all of the stories. All of them. Do your research first. <laughs> we've learned that. Yeah. B, how bees got their sting. Yep, we learned. Um, uh, if you want to murder someone, you got to give someone some honey first. Yeah, we learned that yeah, the easiest way to kill someone is in their sleep. Um, we learned how to be creepy. We learned um, that uh, from injustices, like a rebellion can be built. Yeah. We know how to rebel. Okay. We know how to create a revolution. Oh, I'm mad. I'm going to word it perfectly so that I can't be liable. Someone's got an hour for show. Um we also, uh, we also learned the River sticks. Um We also learned... Uh, How to tend sheep and also how to sleep. Uh, sleep. um, What was the second one we did? Oh, we also learned how to be brave. Yeah, we did. How to get hostages? Mm -mm -mm. How to return to battle? Yep. Uh, How to be an ancient woman? Yes. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. What would you? I'm gonna say five. Yeah, yeah. Sound like a B. Yeah. Morals. Don't kill someone in the sleep, and also it's very selfish to make someone who you think is beautiful to watch over them whilst you sleep. Um, but then make him sleep forever for your yeah. own selfishness. Also, it's also quite selfish to sleep on the job yeah. uh, halfway up the mountain, if you know what I mean, yeah. without looking at your sheep. Um, also, it's weird that that woman was rewarded by give, being given hostages. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird. That's, let's put that into WTF as well. Um, also, and the moral of the story of the bee is that you don't always look after stuff that isn't yours. Yeah, that you know? had a big moral, actually, yeah. Um, always tend to don't fall asleep on the job if you're fucking looking after sheep yeah um, run away from virgin camps run away from virgin camps and also you know don't um, uh, don't steal women from camps and if you do say, stop it with volcanic lava stop it with volcanic lava yeah boiling water Janus yeah um, don't be two faced don't be two faced about a 5 it's a 5 isn't yeah. it let's just accept that creativity that river 6 one was Belting. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess across the board it's kind We've of... We've got beef flying up to give honey. Yeah. We've got some political change. We've got the imagery of a woman running away from a camp and returning. The, yeah, these five stories have kind of got a wide range, but they are We've very disparate. the lava breaking up. They are very short stars, so they don't get time to start rolling, if you know uh. what I mean. The creativity of that Endymion didn't really go anywhere really no. you know what I mean it's just oh there's a guy slapped forever I think it was to imply that the mountain was so peaceful that it was difficult not to sleep yeah but even so it's still weird you know what I mean That's mm. I, it's nice but then again it's very descriptive overly descriptive think, yeah I think. very descriptive Um, I, I think five honestly nothing. yeah it is it's isn't it? down it's the middle very down the middle WTF okay be that kills. Be that kills. Be that can transport honey, uh, honey up uh, the yeah. mountain. The fact that Jupiter is uh, put someone to sleep forever and rewards Celine for being creepy, being creepy, um, Romulus raping and saving w- women. Political, uh, uh, political revolution happening uh, yeah. over uh, Lucretia. Uh, being brave for no particular reason uh, and taking male hostages to, uh, to continue a war. It's yeah. quite weird. Uh, nothing too bloody. Um, no. Uh yeah, nothing crazy. It's another five. A bit creepy. Yeah, five. Yeah, I think f- it, this is a very across-the-board myth. I, admit, yeah. I think the most WTF thing about this episode. Oh, oh. how about the most WTF? The, the, the most WTF thing about this episode is spaghetti into. Is you eating yeah, spaghetti for breakfast? Which is a ten, but it's, uh, <laughs> this but this is a five. So across the board, it's twenty. It's the most middle down the road myth we've ever done. In more ways than more. One, yeah. yeah. So that's the end of this podcast. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed Chronicles 2. Well, I don't think we've enjoyed it, but <laughs> yeah. it. It, it's interesting. We apologise that one of the myths was cut, and then another one Googled immediately during this episode. But, you know. Well, the edit process will be slick. You won't even know that happened. i probably have one You'd day. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can always edit it, but, like, nah. No, uh, at so, Dan, if you want to give us five stars on iTunes, uh, you can do that. How, how? What else are you going to do to show your support? I would email us at MissPodcast. No, I wouldn't. I would email us at MissPodcast at gmail.com. Or tweet us at MissPodcast. Or find the Facebook group at MissPodcast. Well, that's misfits. Oh, Ms. Fitz. But yeah, whatever. Uh, but you can also um, give us a, a monthly donation at our Patreon page in the episode description or give us a one-off donation at kofi.com. Uh, and alternatively just have a nice day. So, Dan, um, um, uh, uh, if this is the first myth you've ever listened to, um, I apologise. It it's interesting. But no, it's just the myths weren't... Yeah, they weren't... No, it, the, a bit meh. Chronicles 1 was pretty good. Yeah, like, Chronicles uh, 1 had I a lot of these kind of short myths, but they were all bangers. We were against time today. You know, we were We were trying. Um, but you know what? Chronicles 3 is going to be belting. Uh, I can feel it. I can feel it. But, uh, uh, Dan, um, so should we end this podcast by... Winding Just chilling out We're some spaghetti Let's go have some spaghetti On your National Express bus Yes Let's go Catch you guys later on Bye Myths Myths I just dropped my water bottle.